going to be reacting to the 10 money lessons we can learn from Netflix's Squid Game, which, by the way, it was a very good show, right? It was a very good show. By the way, there's probably going to be spoilers in this article that we're going to read, so just keep that in mind. So what happens when cash-strapped individuals play deadly children's games for a chance to win a boatload, a boatload of money? And that's basically the premise of the latest Netflix hit, Squid Games. So in a show about the consequence of bad financial decisions, we're bound to learn money lessons that we can easily apply in our daily lives. So here are just some of them. But what exactly is Squid Game? So if you haven't seen Squid Game on Netflix, then you're really missing out on nine hours of thrilling television. Squid Game follows Song Gi-hon, a deadbeat dad who owes a lot of money from loan sharks and banks as he enters the mysterious and dangerous Squid Game where participants are forced to play children's games with deadly consequences. Along the way, Gi-hun befriends Cho Sung-woo, Gi-hun's childhood friend and a disgraced banker running away from criminal charges. Kang Se-byuk, a North Korean pickpocket looking to provide for her younger brother, Abdul Ali, an undocumented and underpaid migrant worker, and al Nam an old man whose health is slowly deteriorating. Together, they form a team to try and survive the twists and turns brought about by the game master, a masked man calling himself the front man. They have to figure out how to survive the game while avoiding murderous players from killing them in between rounds. Can they actually win the game and walk out with the prize money, or will they die trying? So the money lessons we can learn from Squid Game. So thankfully, we don't have to play red light, green light, or lick sweet cookies to learn money lessons from Squid Game. So here are some financial insights Gi-hun and the gang taught us over the course of nine episodes. Number one, focus on paying off your debt. And here's the thing. I have to agree with this 100%. This is basically the number one thing that people need to focus on. You need to pay off your debt, which by the way, side note, if you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40 so episode one of Squid Game introduced Song Gi-hun as a deadbeat father who still relies on his old mother for financial support. He then steals his mother's ATM card and withdraws money just so he can bet on horses. And after somehow winning, instead of paying off his debt, he decided to run away and have his money stolen by an unassuming Kang se Byok. Gi-hun begged, 4,560,000 won from that horse race. What he should have done is take a portion of it and use it to pay off his debt. If you're in the same boat as Gihan, focus your efforts on paying off your debt before splurging your money on other things. You won't be able to focus on building your own wealth if you keep running away from your financial obligations. I 100% agree with that. Number two, don't let others borrow your cards. So speaking of stealing ATM cards, this is also another lesson you should take to heart. Never let others borrow your debit and credit cards. Just take Song Gi-hon, for example. If he's willing to steal from his ailing mother, who breaks her back just to support his son financially, assume that the people you trust can also do the same. It sounds harsh, but it's sound advice. 
The ATM scene should also be your reminder to improve your password, especially for your financial accounts. Make it harder for hackers to steal your money. Use passwords that only you can decipher and avoid poor cybersecurity practices like using names and birthdays as passwords also don't share your passwords and stop taking selfies with your cards. Which, by the way, I think it's so stupid when people end up doing that. It's like taking selfies of their credit cards. I remember, I think, back in, well, basically a very, 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 very long time ago, people actually posted photos of their actual credit card before the thing was basically no numbers on the front of the credit card, meaning they literally gave out their credit card number to people on social media. Number three, don't trust loan sharks at all costs. So sticking with episode one, Squid Game really wants to hammer the point that loan sharks should never be trusted at all costs. Aside from their aggressive debt collection practices, Gihun's loan shark characters were portrayed as intimidating and disgusting. Why would you even lick someone's blood just to prove you're a badass? Never borrow money from these people. So while loan sharks in the Philippines are probably not as cartoonishly evil, their debt collection practices are still considered unfair and criminal. And recently, the Department of Justice, DOJ, issued a public advisory against online loan providers who illegally harass their clients for payments. So know that there are legitimate loan providers you could run to in these hard times. Number four, spend your money wisely no matter how little. Wow, episode one really had a lot of money blunders, huh? So after losing all of his money and somehow gaining 10,000 won, instead of buying a decent gift for his daughter, he used the little money he had to try and win a gift box from a claw machine, believing it's a nice gift. Turns out, the box contained a lighter that looked exactly like a gun. Great gift for kids, right? By the way, he didn't even know that until like he opened up the box while they were eating dinner. <laughs> so always remember that every dollar counts, whether you have a lot of money or not. By spending money wisely, you'll find more opportunities to save money without even trying that hard. Live within your means and focus on growing your wealth instead so you can live the lifestyle you want and have the funds to support it. Don't spend money just to look like you have the money. By the way, if you hear some weird crying, that is a husky having a nightmare. Number five, never underestimate the importance of insurance. This is also a very big thing. So in episode two, after suggesting that she stays in the hospital and let the insurance pay for the medical expenses, Song Gi-hun's mother revealed that he canceled the insurance and spent the money somewhere else. So... If Gihan kept paying for insurance, he could have helped his mother get the medical help she needs. This is why having insurance is really important. And not just having insurance, but having the correct type of insurance. Right? Like for the most part, let's say that you are the grandmother in this situation. Right? Where... You have an adult son that for some reason you're taking care of, right? You want good health insurance and you want good life insurance because if they are relying on you for your income, you need to be able to, I guess, support 
their life like so that they just don't die without you being there through life insurance not only that health insurance allows you to basically take care of yourself in case the worst happens in case things happen to you that you had no idea it was going to actually ever happen now you might think you're healthy today but when an emergency strikes a health or life insurance policy can help pay off expensive medical services so you probably ignored getting a car insurance because you think you're a safe driver remember that you're just one bad day away from the worst case scenario consider protecting yourself financially with an insurance policy and here's the thing you like you literally never know what might happen right so never drive a car without car insurance and the reason for that is because you could easily just end up getting into just like a fender bender and it end up costing 30 50 60 thousand dollars right or even I think there's like some like a video going like super viral around the interwebs nowadays where a guy pulls into this lane at a stoplight and a chick rams the back of his car, right? And the girl basically goes towards him and basically says like, hey, I can't believe you did that to my car, to the front of my car, blah, 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 kind of stuff, right? Like blaming the guy for like nonsense, right? And here's the thing. It'd be like a pretty bad situation if there was like no video cameras available, right? This would have been like almost like a perfect example of purposely committing insurance fraud, right? And potentially someone might be able to get away with that if there was no cameras. But luckily for the guy that drove his car, that got hit, that got hit like super rammed in the back, it happened right in front of a gas station where, guess what? That gas station's cameras were recording the whole situation that happened, right? Meaning the guy's obviously going to be protected. Now, another reason why that's such a big deal is because the car that he was driving was not just any typical car. It was a Lamborghini Aventador, right? And if you don't know that car, that car is a multiple six-figure car, right? So imagine if basically a luxury car rammed the back end of a supercar. How expensive that could be. And luckily, I believe no one got hurt in that situation. But imagine how expensive that bill will actually be. Which, by the way, if you don't end up paying that bill, you could potentially end up going to jail and stuff as well. Right? So this is why having insurance is very important. Because it protects yourself even if you are at fault. Number six, don't put all your eggs in one basket. So in episode 3, Cho Sang-woo shared a lesson he learned straight from business school right before the dreaded honeycomb game. Don't put all your eggs in one basket, and while Gihon and Il-nam ended up with a shape that's more challenging to carve, Sang-woo's money, personality, and cunning increased the team's chances of survival by a lot. You can also use this mantra when it comes to your financial decisions. Looking to open a savings account? Don't just open one, open at least two so that you have more saving options. Looking to invest? Don't just settle with one investment platform, grow your money in other investments and inflate your investment portfolio. Now go look for more baskets. Number seven, 
If it's too good to be true, it probably is. So as early as episode 1, Gi-Hun should have realized that the Squid Game salesman pitch was too good to be true. But perhaps the worst example of believing something that's too good to be true happened in episode 6, when the lovable but gullible Ali Abdul believed every word of Sangwu, resulting in Ali's heartbreaking death courtesy of the man he trusted the most. Which I gotta say, if you haven't watched that episode, that's kind of a tearjerker, right? Because the most like lovable character, in a sense, of like just being like super kind, got completely screwed over, right? So that like that definitely hurts your heart a little bit watching that episode. So if you haven't checked it out, you should definitely check out that episode. Now you probably heard people promise you all the riches in just a short amount of time. And if you were smart enough not to fall for these tricks, congratulations. Before agreeing to anything, always make sure you do your research before you trust the people or company you're planning to do business with. This is the best way to avoid all forms of scams out there. Number eight, always compare and analyze your options. So in the heart-stopping episode seven, players were tasked to cross the bridge from a dizzying height by jumping on platforms that either made of fragile glass or sturdy tempered glass, while the others plummeted to the concrete floor below for choosing the wrong platform. Player 017 was able to use his experience as a glass maker to choose the right platform to jump on. And since you won't end up in a squid game anytime soon, what you can take away from this is the importance of an informed decision. So when you're faced with a decision, choosing a credit card, starting a business, etc., it's important to do your research first before taking any financial responsibility. Don't leap to your financial death without checking the financial glass first. And a good example of this actual situation is students going to college and just signing for student loans without actually thinking about or planning all the options available to them, right? Because every single one of them has a whole bunch of options available to them, but they just simply sign for student loans because they think that's the only option when it's not. Number nine, know when to ask for financial help. So the often cagey and secretive Kang Se-byok had a tough time trusting people around her for the majority of the show. But in episode 8, Se-byok finally learned to ask for help by entrusting her younger brother to Gi-hun after she received a fatal wound from the previous round. It was a sad yet eye-opening episode that will make you realize that there's no shame in asking for help from the people you love or from financial establishments. Most people don't share their financial hardships before it's too late. Instead, they try to solve their problems on their own without knowing that they're digging themselves a deeper hole. If you need any kind of help, financial or not, you should know when and how to ask for help from the people around you. And if it's financial, you should know you have options like getting a personal loan or applying for a debt consolidation plan. But I definitely would not recommend people getting a loan. Number 10, find genuine ways to enjoy your earnings. So in a shocking yet polarizing twist, it was revealed in a finale of Squid Game that Il-Nam, the enduring old who captured everyone's hearts, was actually the mastermind behind the deadly battle 
Royale. He revealed to a shocked Gihun that he did it because he was so bored of having too much money. He wanted to experience being alive again. Isn't that sad? So the show is trying to tell us that money shouldn't be your ultimate goal in life. In a world where hustle culture is often celebrated, you should find ways to enjoy the fruits of your labor. No matter how hard you work, you should always treat yourself every once in a while and spend time with your loved ones every chance you get. Enjoy the now while working hard for the future, and that's the balance you need to find. Now, before we continue, put it like this, right? You could be poor, you could be rich, but you're still stuck with yourself, right? So a lot of people really need to work on being content, right? And I'm not trying to say like, hey, you got to be happy. Or you got to just like look at the positive side of everything, right? But wherever you are in life, try to view it in the point of view of being content, right? That you are okay, right? That your life is okay. That you are not necessarily... Stressing about wanting something so badly that is affecting your life, right? Like you want to be like, okay, you know what? I'm okay today if I just go for a walk. I'm okay today if I just, you know, ate a cool little sandwich that I made for myself. Oh, I'm okay today because I got to pet my dogs on their bellies because they're super adorable, right? Like having viewpoints like that will help you regardless of how much money you're making or your financial situation to the point where you could have the more freedom when it comes to your point of view on things, right? Because everyone has heard of someone who is filthy rich and they end up killing themselves, right? And the reason for that is because even though they got a whole bunch of money, They were not content. There was something in their life that they were not content about. Like they wanted something that they felt like they were lacking, right? That could be something like, oh, I am lacking stability. I am lacking love. I am lacking, you know, snoo snoo or whoopee or whatever the Sims thing is called, right? Like I am lacking, you know, freedom in my life. I am lacking whatever. I'm lacking a super hot body, right? The thing is, people need to understand it's okay to want more, but you shouldn't view it in a way where like, if I don't get this, I suck, right? No, you got to be like, okay, I want more. I'll try to get more, but right now I'm pretty okay, right? And that allows you to not have like this massive boulder on your shoulders weighing you down, right? Because again, no matter what your financial situation is, you are always going to be stuck with yourself. Period. End of story, right? So here's the final thoughts of the uh, article. So who knew we could learn valuable money lessons from such a violent show? Kidding aside, Squid Game pretty much showed us how your choices will ultimately determine your future, no matter how insignificant. 
So if you don't want to be that desperate, consider changing your bad financial habits and start leading a healthy and debt-free financial life as early as now. Which, by the way, if you want to learn how to get out of debt and master your money, go to 40 unboxcom and feel free to give your thoughts as to the squid game or just money lessons that you think are important for other people to actually learn from. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.